travel, of course, um, has been uh, in the news significantly. Part of it is the reason is because House of Commons is back in session. And one of the issues they're going to be looking at and uh, focusing on is the Air Passenger Bill of Rights. And now recently, um, Transport Minister Omar Al-Gabra said that the government will overhaul the Airline Passenger Bill of Rights in response to traveler claims that the system is fundamentally flawed. One only had a look at all the travel disruptions this past summer. And of course, over the Christmas travel season, people were frustrated at not only just the inconvenience, but the lack of accountability. And put this in perspective for you, the Canadian Transportation Agency, which is the semi-judicial body that uh, adjudicates the disputes between airlines and passengers, they now have a backlog of, get this, 33,000 cases. And the CTA says it'll take up to 18 months to review a complaint, 33,000 cases. It certainly speaks to a fundamental disconnect in what the public wants to see and what the airline industry is offering. Well, joining me now is Omar Kwan. He's a co-founder and chief growth officer at Goose Insurance, talking a little bit about the changes potentially coming to the Air Passenger Bill of Rights. Omar, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, John. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so walk me through what kind of things are you expecting the government will be uh, introducing? Um, I think it's it's really hard to tell right now, but I think based on what uh, Minister Omar Al-Gabra was mentioning even during his initial speech, I think it's going to be more so around operations and logistics um, and also compensation for delayed luggage. Um, I think it has to do a lot around the processes and operations of how uh, passengers are communicated to, what are the timelines, what should be the service level agreements from the airlines back to the passengers, and what do we do specifically when it comes to uh, luggage. I'm sure we have all heard and seen the stories of you know passengers who had air tags on their luggage and they were able to track it but the airline wasn't able to track it and get them or you know what is the actual true recourse look like when a luggage is lost damaged or delayed significantly what is the airline's responsibility so i think i think we're going to see some movement around that there's already some particular recourse and compensation around, you know, what is the airline's responsibility in in terms of flight delays and cancellations when they are in control. Um, Although there's some misunderstanding around that, uh, uh, around why, when would you be eligible for compensation, I should say. Um, But I think I'm going to see, I'm hoping at least to see more expectations and specific guidelines for airlines in terms of communications and what their service level agreements should be back to the passengers. In the EU, aren't airlines responsible for delays and cancellations in most cases, except for you know extreme circumstances, let's say terrorist attacks or you know airspace being closed or something like that? But there seems to be greater accountability in the EU, and some would even say in the United States, when it comes to the consumer. I still don't understand why you know when people when airlines don't have enough people, somehow that's my responsibility. Uh, when they have scheduled poorly, that's somehow my responsibility as a consumer. I mean, I'm going to assume that's got to be part of it in regards to just that specific accountability. Uh, Absolutely. I think, um, you know, based on the air passenger rights right now, the CTA CTA has put together, uh, the Canadian Transport Authority, it is, we actually have 
better rules um, and, and, and guidelines in terms of taking care of the passengers than our neighbors on the um, on the other side of the border, uh, U.S. EU, yes, the airlines are a little bit more responsible than, than the Canadian or North American airlines. But it really depends on what the situation is. If you're absolutely right, if it's a shortage of staff, if it is something maintenance, for example, aircraft maintenance, something that is within the airline's control, they're 100% responsible for um, uh, compensation and for taking care of the the customer um, and passenger. But if it is like the no-tam outage that happened or a big snowstorm that happened, that is completely outside of the airline's realm of responsibilities and control, frankly. Um, So in those situations, they're not necessarily responsible for giving you compensation, but they are responsible in rebooking you on the next available flight and getting you to your destination. I got about 30 seconds left here, but when I, in the, in the introduction to our conversation, the CTA, the Canadian Transportation Agency, has 30,000, 33,000 cases that it still has to go through, and it, it's, it takes 18 months to review a complaint. It also speaks to needing more resources at the government level, certainly at the at the CTA level, that they, that they clearly don't have enough based on the complaints, and we got this massive backlog as well. Absolutely. I think the airlines really need to get their act together to kind of, we are seeing pre-pandemic uh, more greater than even than pre-pandemic travel volumes. Um, and that's being reported on a weekly basis. There's passengers traveling all over the world, domestically and internationally. And the airlines needs to do a better job of their operations and communicating back to uh, passengers. Omar, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for having me.